It is the beginning of winter in the year 1091 of the Third Age. It has been two months since you traveled to the Necrol Mountain and successfully closed the Gate of Crixolis. The others who are accompanying Remora on his quest to power the orbs have returned from their missions like you. The last ones to arrive are Vorin and Hanet, who have just returned today from their journey to the Fey Islands far to the southwest. The last two months you have spent some time training with Heltron's men and his army, along with some of these others that were brought in to help Remora with this ritual to power the orbs. Maybe you have even been doing some odd jobs for the businesses and craftsmen in the city of Saravel to make some money and train. What have you been doing these last two months after returning from your mission, Ziv? So, when I came back, and it was hectic coming back, because the boat ride there, it was pretty horrible, and the boat ride back was just as bad. So, it was like a wet rat was stepping off the boat, just miserable. Unfortunately, with how everything went with the fights with the running around and never actually properly healing his arm had some long-term damage magical healing was tried but it didn't fully fix it and so i think one of the first things that ended up happening that heltrone kind of pushed for because he needed ziv in tip-top shape is uh, he sent ziv over to talk to archmage drisden who had a few different magical trinkets and devices up his sleeve, and he always loved a good challenge. So Ziv had gone there, and basically they had designed this bracer for his forearm that had ended up snapping in half during that adventure that he was on. And it, it just helps magically reinforce his arm that just doesn't have the same grip strength that it used to. And during that time, he had to kind of get used to using this new device, and so he did a lot of odd jobs that used his hands. So sometimes, like, there was a, a few bad storms that came through, and he was just helping fix up buildings because he felt more comfortable kind of just hanging out more with just the, the regular people, not so much the soldiers. But because of the damage that Ziv ended up enduring during his last adventure... Kristoff and Heltrone were both worried about his capabilities in battle. And so Heltrone thought it was a great idea to have Kristoff personally train him. And for whatever reason, Ziv is just naturally intimidated by Kristoff. His stoic demeanor, he's uh, quite a large man. And so it was very intimidating and intense training with Kristoff, but Kristoff took this fear from Ziv and didn't really see that. Instead, he thought that Ziv was just being a really attentive, quiet student, and so he trained him harder <laughs> because he figured, oh, he's really into this training. All right, I better do it. And so it just kept building up on top of one another until Ziv was absolutely exhausted one day coming back from this, and uh, he was really looking forward to just passing out and just getting nice early sleep. Just as he was getting ready to leave, Kristoff turned and mentioned to him that he needed to <laughs> go attend this meeting because uh, a few people just made it back and there's some discussion happening about the orbs. So with a sad look, Ziv dragged himself over to the School of Planar Learning. You find yourself in the large lobby of the School of Planar Learning. In a section of lounge chairs in the lobby, numerous people sit in silence waiting for Remora, as there is a briefing planned on what is happening with the orbs exactly. 
Some faces you recognize like Narani, while others you only know by name. Vorin and Hanette, however, have just walked in. Vorin takes a seat near you, but not next to you. He looks a little weathered as you heard he is just now getting back from his mission, and you can smell stale salt water from him as he probably has not had a moment to change his clothes since getting back off the boat. I kind of glance over at Vorin. Ooh, was the was the boat ride pretty rough for you too? Yeah, it was a long journey. What happened over there? Was everything okay? Are you all right? Yeah, we're fine. Um, Ramora sent us to the Fey Islands to grab a vase of water from a waterfall down there. Some magical thing or something. I don't. I don't know. What did they have you do? Uh, I had to go across the apparently the worst weathered mountain I've ever encountered, and then I fought a giant, which turns out they're real. Uh, also, I looked into a hole that I believed was our home of Grixalis, and a giant, many-mouthed monstrosity was rushing forward about to kill me when we closed the gate. I also broke my arm, and then I held my arm up. You, you closed the gate to Grixalis? Yeah, there, that monster was frightening. Like I, I've seen some pretty scary monsters, and I've I've read some of those good books from this school here that some of the other wizards draw up, those paneled ones. But um, that monster, it was it was long. It was like a fish, and the words they echoed through my skull, like they just reverberated through me as it talked about how it would feed off this world I don't know what the hell that thing was but how how do uh, our people live there Vorin sits up and kind of leans on his knees and puts his head down I don't know but you but you closed our gate home <sighs> yeah I know I honestly thought about going into not gonna lie I looked at the gate I felt the pull. Apparently there's uh, someone called the Raven Queen? That ex-Dolu guy over there. He was uh, talking about it. We have some kind of power. I don't know if you have it. I can I can move places where I'm not, like a, a teleport. But I felt like a pull into that world. And I don't know if it was her or, or what. Yes, I can do that too. I can... I have that same blessing from her. She blesses all of us with this power. And I, he looks, he looks away from you. You can tell that he's, uh, it almost feels like he lost hope. I drag myself over awkwardly uh, to the seat next to him. And I just put my hand on his shoulder. Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh 18. Okay. As you get close to him and he's like turned his head away from you, pretty much 180 degrees from you, you hear her under his breath saying, now what am I going to do? Kind of hesitate to put my hand on his shoulder and then I just kind of shake my head. So I put my hand down on him. Hey, listen, this isn't the end. I know we both have family there and I know you, you are looking at going back or something like that or at least you know visiting and trying to understand like, I, I want to visit too and understand where we're from but this isn't the end there's so many great wizards here so many powerful people I am I'm positive they could at least make like a 
a small portal or something, or even like a devise a room that just has a number of portals you could access, and those portals, they can't let the person leave the room, you know, for like a safety precaution. And I, I feel like they can make something like that. We could we could go to Grixalis. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe they got something. <sighs> Don't give up hope. You can see, like, his hands kind of, like, his knuckles kind of go white and pale. Like, he's almost angry. Did something happen out there with the Fae? I know they can mess with your head. Believe me, in the forest that I called home, there there was a number of Fae that teased me. He snaps at you, and he kind of stands up quickly and starts to walk away. And at this point, you see a woman with dark hair enter the lobby. Dressed in black leather armor and equipped with daggers sheathed down her thighs, a longsword sheathed on her belt, and a shield on her back, you see Heltron stand up quickly as she enters. She smiles at him, and Heltron gives her a strong embrace as she kisses his cheek. He steps back for a moment as she removes her shield and hands it to him. Then a door opens on one end of the lobby, and Ramora walks out. He looks to all of you and waves you in. Everyone begins to follow Ramora into the back area of the School of Planar Learning. Traveling along the coast all morning, summer has treated the land and the nation of Chandelin well. The wildlife is vibrant along the green coast, and the ocean mist is sweet to your senses. A colony of sea lions rests along some rocks bathing in the morning sun. Dolphins prance along the sides of the ship, guiding you into port. Whales blow columns of mist into the air in the distance as they frolic just beneath the surface. But then Clanport finally comes into view on the horizon and everyone on the ship stands on the deck excited to arrive. The waves are choppy near land. The wind has kicked up. With every glimpse of Clanport you get in the rocky waves, you get a better idea of the town. Multiple ships sail into and out of the port from all directions. It appears this is almost as busy as Port Griesel was. The town rests between two large hills as if the earth was hugging the town and holding it from drifting off to sea. Down in the valley of these hills is a soft sandy beach that rests under multiple docks. Ships are anchoring far from land, though, as the waters appear to be too shallow. Rowboats will be needed to disembark onto land. The town consists of about a hundred buildings varying in sizes. There appears to be a large, well-taken-care-of inn, two temples, multiple shops, a town square, and homes of all the people that live here. Finch, Felomir, Doroth, and Keth, you haven't seen such a well-taken-care-of town since you were in Televastral. It's almost picturesque. But Astra, you know this is just a taste of the nation of Shandling. This is home. You all prep to disembark. Two pirates who have dressed up a little bit outside of their rugged pirate looks prep to lower a rowboat for you. Kurgle approaches as the two pirates prepare to disembark. 
Well, 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 big brother. I think this is where we say our goodbyes again. I guess so. Man, it feels like I just found you. Well, what do you mean? You've been around for like eight weeks now. Like two months. Well, yeah, but how long has it been before that? Oh, I guess that's true. I didn't know if I'd ever see you again. Years and years. I'm gonna miss you, Cargill. I'm gonna miss you too, little brother. And I'll give her a, a big hug. And then I'll uh, I'll take my amber signet ring that I've like made a necklace that we got from the Bullywogs. And I'll take it off and I'll say, I want you to have this. Oh, what's this? It's it's a little little signet ring. Remember how I was telling you about the Bullywogs? Yeah, the little frog people. Yeah, they gave it to me. It's from my adventures. I want to give it to you so, you know, you have something you could always remember me by. She ties it around her neck. Oh, this fits perfectly. I like it. Good color. What's the bug for inside of it? Oh, I just really like bugs. Oh, okay. I'm also going to hug Kurgle. All right. She embraces you back. You my sister too now. Oh. <laughs> Kurgle, uh, while we met first, uh, we leave friends. It's, it's been a pleasure. And I'll give her the salute. She, like, tries to mimic you, but can't quite do what you did as quickly as you did it. So she just kind of gives up and reaches out a hand to shake. I'll shake. I'll just bow. A pleasure, indeed. You're, you're the nicest demon I've ever met. Well, thank you. Goodbye, little man. I'll just throw up the deuces. <laughs> and so you get into the rowboat as it's being lowered, uh, or before it was being lowered, and... Also, who joins you? Penrear and Governor Foiston, oh, as yeah. they are being <laughs> exiled from Loran. They need a new place to stay. <laughs> uh, Governor Foiston looks at you and uh, looks at y'all and says, "Well, I guess I'll be finding a place to stay here for now. I guess I got money, so I guess the, the inn will do. So I don't know if y'all plan on staying in the inn or y'all heading straight to Chandelin. We're on official business. Okay." Well, if, if I end up seeing you at the tavern, I see you at the tavern. But I think this is farewell for us two. I'll slap him on the back and be like, well, good luck to you, Foiston. You're becoming a man. I'll try. Yes, perhaps you can dabble in some local politics here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So y'all arrive on the docks of Clanport by rowing through the waters. The two pirates that have kind of dressed themselves up are the ones rowing you in. They don't want to be seen as such rugged sailors. And they drop you off on the deck, and then they wave at you and rowboat away. Ah, land. I believe some of you wish to do some shopping. Correct. Uh, so there are shops in town. Hold on, how much money do I have to spend? Not a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no money also. I have like, hmm. I wrote it down, I have like 50 gold. I got a lot. So how far away is Chandelin from here? 14 Some days weeks. or yeah, something a like weeks. that. Two weeks. 14 days by foot, Astra knows. Because she, this is her homeland. Oh yeah, we can probably get there much quicker. I'm sure I know a way. I mean, you know city secrets. You don't know road secrets. City secrets. City secrets. 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 <laughs> what? Y'all ever have something just happen and like there's no explanation? <laughs> Divine <laughs> like, intervention. Yeah, what the fuck was that? 
All right, so what's the plan? Are y'all going to peruse Clanport? Yeah, that's, that's where I was going with that. <laughs> might as well. Yeah, I'll follow whoever into his store. I might grab a thing or two, um, ask for some directions. Yeah, well, I can help with that. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> yes. Does anyone want to do some gathering gathering of information to maybe find out what some shops are in town? I would like to do that. All right. Uh, I think that's going to be in 5E. I'm, I'm going to give you a gather information check. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, what yeah, is it? Know what that, I don't uh, know. Investigate, I guess. Sounds right. Um, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Knowledge city. Great. All right. Uh, so you walk up to like a dock worker that obviously lives here, so they will know all the answers. And just expo dumps. <laughs> and he expo dumps you. We'll say that five shops stand out to you. Rero's Travel Depot, which is a general store. Nice. Iron Mall's Metal Specialties, which is a blacksmith. Apothecaries, potions and scrolls, <laughs> mostly medicinal. Does it say that on the sign? Mostly medicinal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very small font. Uh, a little asterisk. Rags you riches. Oh my god. It's a thrift store and pawn shop. Where is this in Saraland, dude? What the fuck? <laughs> Crayola. He finds out that you're also traveling to Chandelin in the gather information, so he tells you, well, there is pedestrian to equestrian. The stable ranch on the north side of the East Roads exit. Perfect. It's a good name. Just waiting on that. <laughs> good, real good name. I like it. And he gives you good details as to where all five of these places are. Great. So you got a general store, a blacksmith, an apothecary, a thrift store slash pawn shop, and a stable. Uh, can we also say that he tells us about the inn? Oh, yeah. There's an inn that I have not named. So you came up with a Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even... <laughs> Priorities, Dave. The one place that you knew we were going to go to. <laughs> the Rusty Spoon. I just want to go to Sloppy Slug every time. Motel 6. Yeah, dude. <laughs> La Quinta Inn. In. It's a port town, so if you're going to use an animal, I always use an animal and an adjective to describe the animal. That's, that's sort the of theme. The crusty yeah. clam. The nasty narwhal. <laughs> yeah. The nasty narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brothel. <laughs> bougie bitch. You said what was swimming the around there? Sea lions, <laughs> right? Yeah, there are sea lions. To, uh, the slippery sea lion. The lucky lion. The lucky lion. Perfect. Like We're going to go with the lucky lion. Yes, there is a tavern called also the Also a lion. brothel. <laughs> Mostly medicinal. <laughs> so where to? I don't have like any supplies so i need to go buy an explorer's pack i could also walk into a general store oh well, let's go all right so to Rero's travel depot guess i need to open up equipment or whenever we start talking about it i already wrote everything down and how much it costs wow well, the prices might change deidre yeah whatever times are hard yeah did this you factor in inflation this is chandelin the golden nation i just waved my hand <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so you approach a small little saloon-style general store, walk inside, and it's very empty right now. It's just really the five of you, and then you hear a cheery voice. Oh, hello! Welcome to Rero's! And out from behind an aisle, you see a small halfling woman walking towards you as you enter the store. Can you imagine working at one of these places and having to do that every day? For everyone, they always do it. 
Well, I, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, I didn't realize you were within earshot. It's, it's, it's polite. Sure. Hello. Hello. What what can I help you with today? Hey, yes, uh, we'd like to purchase some goods. Okay. What kind of goods are you looking for? Um. I have quite a bit here. They all fit the generic style of things. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, here, I, I made a list. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you hand her a piece of parchment. Right, so let's see. You got you need a new map scroll case. You need some holy water. I don't know if I have that. Uh, a thousand ball bearings. I lost mine, <laughs> don't and I ask. never got yeah. to use them. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> An explorer's pack? I do have one of those. That's for sure. Some oil and a flask. I can do that. Twenty rations. That's a lot of rations. You feeding everybody? Maybe. Okay. A disguise kit. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, this list is like, I'm about to do some vile shit. Thieves tools? Ash's face starts to turn red. Why did you give her this? I'm going to slowly just start walking away down an aisle. Well, I'll tell you this. The disguise kit and the thieves tools, I don't know if I'll have that. But you can definitely check out Rags You Riches. They might have something for you. Okay. But uh, let's go ahead and talk, knock out some of these things. Let's see. The map scroll case, I can I can give you that. I'll have to see if I have holy water. Thousand ball bearings, I think I can manage that one. Explorer's pack, I definitely have that. And some oil and some rations. All right. Bro, straight up said thieves tools. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you sell that? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's like the shit you piece together. That's like trying yeah. to buy a meth lab all at once. Yeah. You gotta go to different stores. <laughs> you buy your anti-freeze at Walmart. You buy yeah. your butane at Target. What the fuck? Uh, so yeah, she does not have the thieves tools, the disguise kit, or the holy water. Everything else she has. So you, I will not say that there's a price difference, but she can go ahead and pay for those things. Okay. Well, is there anything I can help the four of you with? There might be a, a few things I could use. All right. Let's see. Um, see, I had 10 days rations written down. I feel like I can just assume I've probably eaten 10 days worth of rations over this last time I bought rations. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so let's see. I, I think uh, I would like to get maybe about 10 days worth of rations. And then if you just have some miscellaneous bolts and nuts or little screws that I could maybe procure. and um, What? You know, like... Uh, things that you would tinker with and little pieces of metal um okay just like various things well i mean if you had just have a box of screws and i'll just buy that a box of okay yeah i have a box of screws okay i'll, I'll take a, i'll take a small box of screws well uh, i don't have screws i have nails nails would be perfect all right let's do that and uh 10 days rations <laughs> uh, we'll say that you're up to three gold does she know what screws are? Do, yeah, okay. that's why I changed it to nails. Okay. Does anyone? I mean, screws are a thing in, in Asus somewhere, though, right? No, like, I don't think so. I've said screws in I think, before. I think like the gnomes would probably have screws with the okay. contacts oh, okay. and things. But I think the I'm thinking more of Amish style. Screws are like very like I actually watched a documentary about the making what the of screws, fuck? how it's made, <laughs> um, and like it's intricate. Like the detail that goes into screws because mm -hmm. they need to be all threaded, Sice. threaded and perfect and such. Okay. Um, perfect. Well, um, see, do you, do you, would you happen to have any arrows for my bow here? Oh yeah, I have arrows. 
Okay, I think I should probably uh, grab a bundle of those as well, and I think that'll do it. Okay, a bundle of arrows, we'll say, is another gold. So four gold total. I like how she doesn't know what the nails are for. <laughs> so I'm going to tell them a box of nails and some arrows. <laughs> like, we're going to go kill some people, and it's going to be gruesome. All right, I'll hand you the four gold. Okay. Anybody else need some goods? Sounds like y'all are going on quite the adventure. I'm just going to kind of browse to see if there's anything cool. All right. Uh, I would like to look nice. So clothes? Yeah, I could use some new clothes, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got an entire area for clothes. And this is where you tell me what you're changing into. Okay. Open up the menu selection. <laughs> yeah, check it. We're going uh, what, so what's the temperature like here? Uh, it is summer. You're entering summer. It's like been two weeks into summer so far. So it's getting hot. Uh, it's not tropical, but it's like, we'll say it's like Midwest dry America heat. dry heat. Yeah. All right, I got an idea. All right, I'm going to wear some moccasins if I can find those. Okay. Some not tights, but like they're still like hide, but they're tight. Skinny hides. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> leggings. Not like, I see, I knew y'all were going to say that. See, I was not thinking like, leotard immediately, but then you said hide. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking skinny jeans, but skinny hide. Yes. Okay. They're, they're, I can't. Are I'm, they like jean patches? Like hide patches? They can be. Or is it like one solid piece of hide? I, I would mean, like the solid piece of yeah, hide. Yeah, he's okay. so small that that's possible. Okay. So yeah, yeah, you have, all right, so some skinny hide and some moccasins. Do they have plaid? Flannel. Yes. Okay. I would like a, a flannel shirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, Do you wear armor? Yeah, I was going to keep my armor, Okay. but the, there will be accents of this okay. under it. And what kind of hat? We'll just get a regular, just, uh, uh, what kind of cap do I want? A little straw hat. Holy shit! <laughs> yes! <laughs> With the wide brim. Yeah, dude. If I can find a straw hat. Okay, so we're going hick. Um, hick chic. We're going <laughs> hipster. We're going hickster. Folk <laughs> hip. Yeah, that's what we're doing. All right. We're going Underhill family. The crust punk <laughs> in it. <laughs> so flannel, straw hat, hide skinny pants. And moccasins. Yes, that's all. And for you, Kat? All right, so I'm going to find the nicer uh, section of clothing in this general goods store. Okay, so going back to the noble style. I'm going to find a real, real nice tunic. Uh, maybe black with like some silver, like gold. Where does the tunic end? Uh, like thighs, I guess. Okay. Um, a real nice belt to go around, you know, to keep everything contained. Some like loose fitting cloth pants, like a. Uh, just something like that'll be linen? nice and like airy. Okay. Linen. Real thin. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to get some boots, but I'm not going to put them on. I'm just going to tie them to my backpack just in case I need them. <laughs> All right. And then I'll uh, I'll also buy some uh, like commoner's clothes too. Okay. So you will buy some commoner's clothes too. Just to keep, keep on deck if I need them. Okay. So I'm going to call... Doris' new outfit, also common clothes. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be five gold each for common sets of clothes. And then there'll be 15 for the finer clothes. Okay, so 20 gold. Oh, I need some rations, too. Uh, 10 days worth. All right, that'll be another gold. So 21 gold for you. I guess I should buy some rations. Okay. As okay. will I. So both Wait, of, is um, everybody getting 10 days of rations? How much was 10 days? A gold. Okay. Is everybody getting 10 days? I am. Yes. Okay. 
So that'll be six gold for you and one gold for you. And you got your 21. Anyone else got anything they would like to purchase from me at Rero's Travel Depot? Well, actually, I, I do have a question. Um, could you direct me to the uh, Crimson Command outpost in town? Crimson Command outpost? Oh, yeah, you're talking about... You even told me to be <laughs> That boy. What? That boy. <laughs> that, that boy. You know him. His name... Oh, you mean with the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're talking about Vlad. Oh, yeah, yes. Perhaps that is his name. Oh, yeah, Vlad lives up on the northern hill, just on the north side of town. Okay, and uh, is there anything particular about his outpost that I'll be able to recognize that it's him, maybe? like? A oh, it's he's the only cottage on the hill. Okay. There's a nice deadwood tree next to it. Fantastic. I appreciate it. All right. Well, it was nice meeting y'all. And she kind of looks at you, Astra, and up, side eye. We were never here. <laughs> <laughs> I use calm emotions. All right. Well, it was nice meeting everyone. Welcome to Clanport. She kind of just turns around and starts doing something. <laughs> Calls the police. <laughs> <laughs> Going into another town and making some enemies. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't learn nothing. All right, so I don't know if anybody else wanted to go to Iron Mall's Metal Specialties, Apothecaries. I want to go to Apothecaries. Same. And then Rags Your Riches and Pedestrian to Equestrian. So I guess we'll start with Apothecaries. So you walk down the street to the area that the dock worker gave Dorth, and you find Apothecaries. When you walk inside, there is a very fresh botanical smell to the area, and you're welcomed with this. Like, you feel at ease walking in, but there is no person there to respond immediately. I'm just going to browse. Yeah, I'll just start looking around. All right. So you start browsing the store. Uh, the wall, it's a very small store. It has a bunch of potions and scrolls everywhere. And they're labeled nicely. It seems to be very organized. Is there something you're looking for? Holy water. All right. No, I'm just kind of looking around. Okay. I might be interested in if there's like anything that could like steady myself. Like kind of like when they're like a video game where you like you, you can press in the toggle and you hold your breath for like three seconds to steady your shot. Uh, Call of Duty is like pulling, pushing down in the while you're sniping. I want to find maybe a potion that could give me like a a three seconds or what have you of like a... a true strike. <laughs> yeah, you can smoke. I have true strike. I've that... used it on you before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, that's a, a useless cantrip. spell, but it could be a good potion. We could team up more. That's a cantrip, right? Yes. Yes. Also, in Metal Gear Solid, you could smoke cigarettes to steady your sniper aim. True. <laughs> and you could also use smoking cigarettes to get through laser traps. Maybe you need to get addicted to Trinity Leaf, dude. I was gonna, yeah, I, just I, I you can't Trinity be addicted Leaf. to Trinity Leaf, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Trinity Leaf was going to be at the end of that list. I was like, no. So, yeah, we'll say that you find a, with Felomir's help and Doris' knowledge of the spell, um, the two of them help you find a section of Potions of True Strike. And they are 10 gold each. Okay, and what does it actually do for me? It gives you advantage on one attack in one turn. It lasts for one round. So if you don't make a shot in that one round, you the potion dissipates. It no longer is effective. Okay. Um, I'll get two of them. All right. So two potions of true strike, 20 gold. Uh, but there's no one there to sell it. Oh. Um, hello? You scream out hello. I found something I would like to purchase. Hello? 
Well, this is new. I'm just going to kind of reach into my little money satchel. and I guess there was, it was labeled that it was 10 bucks, maybe. Okay, well, I'm going to take two of the two strikes and leave 20 gold on the counter. And then I'll just do that. Okay. <laughs> so you take two potions of true strike and leave 20 gold on the counter. And y'all see this happen that no one responded to Finch. There is a back door to the shop. Is it like, there's like a counter, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, we'll say there's a counter and behind the counter on the back left wall, there's a door that is closed. I'm going to go up to the door. Okay. Oh, and, behind the counter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to knock on it. All right. You knock on it. Nothing. Nothing. I'm going to open it. All right. So you open it up. And when you open it up inside, you see like a bedrooms set up. And there's also like a lab, like a, not lab, a little chemistry set kind of thing, an alchemy set on the left wall. And there's a bed on the right. And there's a man sleeping in the bed. I'll uh, close the door quietly. Okay. He's asleep. Well, wake him up. I mean, Finch left his gold. It's fine. He has customers to greet. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't you just complaining about that? It was the way she greeted us. (laughs) I don't think his greeting's going to be any better if we wake him up. I mean... There's only one way to find out. Sir, do you even anything you want to buy in here? No. <laughs> uh, D, you do find holy water, and it is 25 gold. Okay, I will leave 25 gold. Okay. Are there any healing potions? Yes, there is an abundance of them, um, ranging from the minor to regular, greater, and what's the one above greater? Superior. Uh, superior. Supreme. Supreme. Major. Sour cream. It was minor, minor, regular, major, greater. Was uh, there a Supreme in there somewhere? Yeah, but this is just oh, these okay. four. Gotcha. And there's a bu- an abundance of them. What What are the costs associated? Uh, the minor, we'll say, is 10 gold. The regular, we'll say, is 25 gold. And then it doubles from there. Healing person's expensive. Uh, what is the, for the, was the third rank major? Yes. Major would the... be 44 plus 4. Okay. And it would be 10, 15, or 10, 25, 50. 50. 50 gold. Honestly, I think that healing potions should be free and paid for with our taxes. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. Hey, you're getting a deal. I paid 100 for mine. I'll, uh, I'll pick up four of them uh, for the majors, and then I'll leave uh, a stack of... 200 gold pieces okay. on the counter. So you start counting out 200 gold pieces. <laughs> Anybody else do anything while he's doing that? Oh, wait. Is there a uh, like a holder to put potions in? Like a satchel specifically uh, for potions? Potion belt? We'll say there's a I potion a belt. belt that you could maybe turn into like a bandolier <laughs> or yeah, we'll, we'll say there's like a small like purse style satchel. Potion purse. Yeah, just something to keep keep them in a and potion make sure they don't potion break or anything. Perch at potion, potion purse. And it is made of a nice silk, so we'll say... There isn't one just made out of polyester? Nylon. Ten gold. Okay, since we're in here, I'm just going to be kind of reminded that I have this scroll of Milf's acid arrow and kind of look at Philomir. I kind of forgot I had this. Philomir, how do I use this thing? I've never used a scroll before. I'm just, do I just read it and it works or? Yeah, you just read it and it works. Hey, I had some of those. I gave them to Astra, but we lost it when that when the ship sank. Yeah. At that, I'll put my hand on the orbs. Mm. <laughs> uh, everyone give me a perception check this time. Nine. 
13. 15. 11. Mm. Finch? Astrid? Did you say word? Did I say a word? Did you give a check? I, uh, oh, no, it was for you. us. Oh. Okay. Mm. D, you said you wanted to scroll. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Um. What I... I guess I would find that here. Yeah, it's, it's potions and scrolls that are here. Okay. Um, yeah, then, yes, I look for scrolls. Uh, yeah, there's a whole section of scrolls. What you looking for? I am looking for find... Is it find familiar? Yep. All right. You find one find familiar scroll in the, like, stock of scrolls, and it is 250 gold pieces. <sighs> hey, hey, Keth... Hey, Astro, what you looking at? Big brother. Um, I was kind of hoping I could get this uh, scroll, but I only have 22 gold. How much is it? 200. 200? What's it do? 250. And 50. What? Oh, uh, 250. It. I was hoping it would maybe strengthen my connection with Oystrich. Oh, so, like, maybe you could talk to it like Doroth does sometimes? Yeah, that and a few other things, actually. Oh, let me see how much I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pulls he, out ju- his- he just got done counting the 210 <laughs> gold pieces he made. <laughs> Pulls out his big wallet. <laughs> oh, let me see what I can do for you. <laughs> let, me see. let me see what I got. And I'll, uh, I guess I'll empty the satchel on the counter and start <laughs> counting it out. And I have uh, 39 pieces left over. Uh-huh. I'll scoop it back in my pack, <laughs> pouch. Oh, it's after like, the 250? Yeah. Four. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, well, I think that'll cover it. What is it? He just put 250 gold pieces on the counter. Oh, I thought you said you had 39. No, he has 39 <laughs> okay. after that. After, like, that's how much I put back in my. Okay. I was like, ugh. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, Keth. I'll, I'll get this back to you as soon as I can. Oh, don't worry about it. And I will take the scroll. All right. There is something I want to do before we leave, by the way. Okay. Should I do it now? Yeah. Okay. As we're leaving or as we're walking out the door, I'm going to be like, hey, everyone, hold on. I'm going to run in real quick. And I'm going to go crack the back door open and cast Magic Mouth on it. On the door? Yes. (laughs) And I want it to activate as soon as we close the front door. And how long does that last? Oh, I think it lasts for a while. And you leave a message with it, right? Yes. I halfway expected us to walk into the bedroom and find a murder. Yeah. yeah. I was like, shit, this is, this is the, where he wanted yeah. to leave us. I almost asked, finger. are you sure he was asleep? Duration until dispelled. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So I want the message to say, uh, Hey, Gary! We got some posters that left you muddy on the counter. You should have been awake. Doris. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. And let me know when you want to dispel that. Yep. <laughs> so it's going to happen every time the front door is closed. <laughs> is it a concentration spell? No. <laughs> it's just going to be like, who the fuck is Doris? Why is this happening to me? Anybody else doing anything in this store? Nope. Nope. All right, there's three other ones. Iron Maul's Metal Specialties, Rags You Riches, and ped- Pedestrian to Equestrian. Wait, so we're just leaving? Sounds like y'all are just leaving Apothecaries. All right, can I hear the magic mouth from... Yeah, we'll uh, say it's pretty loud. All right. Uh, so you close the door and you listen in closely and it's like, it repeats exactly what you said. 
Uh, for the pretty... record, it recites um, what you say at the same volume you've spoken. Okay. Just for reference. And it triggers at... At any point you where you choose a trigger point. Okay. It could be any time someone moves or any time the door it closes. Is the, the front door closing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what was that? I'll open the door again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it must be nothing. You can close it back. You didn't hear it again. Wait a minute. All right, go to anywhere else? Yes, I would like to find the, I think she said the thrift store. Rags you riches. Rags you riches. It's a pawn shop too, right? It's a thrift store and pawn shop. Y'all can sell off some things if you want, maybe. Uh, That's where I'm getting my clothes. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Probably some thieves tools in there. Make sure to look for the green tags. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what day of the week is it? Hey, companions, stepping in here for a quick mid-roll. Only going to touch on a couple things here. First one is that we have several more recordings in the bank from before quarantine, and we haven't recorded since. We should have enough episodes to get through August, but then we will be in desperate need to record again. My current plan is to start recording again in August, but I don't think we will be able to safely stream it on Twitch because there will be some adjustments to our setup. We just don't have the camera functionality to make it work without spending quite a bit of money. So if we start recording again during this pandemic, we will be taking safety precautions that don't allow for streaming on Twitch. So just wanted to give you that heads up. Second thing I want to bring up is a thank you to our Patreon supporters. Haven't had the opportunity to thank you via audio in a while to consolidate audio per episode and such. So going to go through the list right now. Based on active lifetime donations, Colby Parker, Kevin McEwen, Andrew O'Dell, Samuel Moore, Josh Story, Jacob Williams, Adam Wright, Evan Wiley, Keith No Last Name Foiston, Deidre Cole, Chase Rim, Dave Schmidt-Henner, Jonathan Harden, Jason, I always mess up his last name, Kachuk, Lucas Duff, Mars Langford, Jeremy Kleinhands, Diana Deli, Damian Roll, I think, The Geek Life, Scott Nelson, Daniel Matthews, and Jessica Wilds. Thank you guys for supporting us on Patreon. It really means a lot. It helps us get those finances that could, maybe, one day, give us the camera supplies we need. And the last thing I want to tell you about is my new YouTube page. I have been steadily releasing content on the YouTube page and just recently broke the 100 subscribers mark. I'm now pushing to that 1,000 mark and I need your help. If you like the music that I put in the episodes, make sure to go check it out and give the videos some listens and hit that notification bell to be aware when new songs are released. You can find my page by going to youtube.com slash music, like Dave Cole Music, D. Cole Music. But yeah, I release all the music that I can from our Four Orbs episodes to the YouTube page. And it's royalty-free, so if you are a podcast user or any kind of content creator and want to use the music, you can. Just give me some credit in your show notes. But that's all I got for now. Let's get back to the episode. You head over to the area where Rags You Riches is, and outside there's just, like, mannequins of clothes, and there's, like, lawn equipment all over the porch. Lawn equipment? <laughs> this, like I said, Chandelier is very particular. They they like to, you know, the place is very clean, well kept. Flower beds are nice. And so you walk up and inside, and it is an assortment of just things everywhere, from weapons to armor to clothes to potions to brewing kits, anything you can think. Thieves tools. Thieves tools. Disguise kits. I do that. All right. And this this place is actually kind of bustling. It will say there's like six people that are in here that are customers and like three employees. And one of them sees you enter, sees the five of you enter and says, 
Well, would you look at that? Look at that. Y'all got a bunch of gear on you. Looking to sell? Looking to sell? All right, you can just, you can calm down a little bit. Hello, <laughs> I say. <laughs> well, what's your business in rags your riches? Um. Well, I, I'm looking for a toolkit. A toolkit? A couple looking of... for some hammers and some screwdrivers. Oh, and... no, <laughs> now no. is a toolkit. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong store to call it a toolkit. <laughs> no, not not that kind of toolkit. Um, you know, thieves' tools, oh, disguise kit. Okay, I got you. Look at that. Look at that. Would you look at that? I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, come on over here with me, and I will show you the sets we have. And as he leaves, he leaves just the four of you just standing in the doorway and guides Astra to an, a section. This is like trying to buy a bong at a head <laughs> shop. It's like a you know, water pipe. I just picture this, like, Pawn Stars Aces version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chumley over there in the background. So he shows you to a section on the wall that has, like, some slanted shelves that have, like, stoppers at the bottom. There is your basic iron, and then there's, like, some even some crude copper ones. But then there's, like, I guess mithril's an Aces. There's, like, mithril. Adamantium. Adamantium. Unobtainium. Uh, <laughs> Aluminium. Iridarium. <laughs> Iridarium. <laughs> Basically, an assortment of different metals and even gemstone style ones. I'd go for the most basic one. Which would be, like, if you're looking for a basic one that's, like, in good condition, we'll say that's, like, iron. Okay. He says, oh, that's that's not very impressive. I thought you would take on one of these nice ones here. I'm kind of strapped for cash these days. Oh, well, we can always maybe make a deal. Um, <laughs> you know, the thieving business ain't good these days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can uh, take that shield off your hands. Uh, no, no, thank you. Um, how how much does one of these run? Uh, well, the basic set will say is thirty-five gold pieces. All right, maybe, maybe I'll have to come back another time. Well, I mean, we can try and make a deal. You don't have to just leave. No, he want to haggle, dude. Got to haggle. He, gonna, he wanna... What you buying? Maybe a persuasion well, check. I'm looking for a, both a disguise kit and these tools and have. 22 gold, so... Ah, well, 22 gold's not going to get you this style of thieves' tools. Well, what style can I get? Oh, well, there's these little copper ones here that are kind of rusted over. Maybe I can make that work for 15 gold? For both kits? No, just the thieves' tools. Oh. Haven't even shown you the disguise kits yet. Oh. All right, well, let's let's look at the disguise tools. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. And he walks you to another section, and it's basically, I would say, like, the makeup aisle at a Walgreens. It's just got a bunch of, like, things, or just a bunch of sets of makeup and, uh, like, eyelashes and everything that you would could need to physically change your appearance without, like, clothes or anything. He says, well, there's a bunch of pieces here. Okay. What um, you needing? Just just the basics. Okay. Uh, basic kit's going to run you... Just a basic kid, a pair of sunglasses with a fake nose and a mustache. <laughs> Do they not have them listed? Yeah, they're listed. They're yeah. 25, I believe, okay. each. Yeah. 25 gold pieces. No deal. Well, it sounds like you are willing to make any kind of move on this trade. If you're looking to just trade gold, I can't really help you. You don't have any items you can part with? I have an extra map scroll. Well, that's not going to do map me any case. good. That's like... Five silver. You know what? I'll just. Do you have thieves' tools? I, I do have thieves' tools. Okay. Um, I'll. You know what? I'll just take the disguise kit for twenty-two gold. Give me a persuasion check. 
Now we're D&Ding. Yes. 16. I will take that 22 gold. Perfect. And he trades you, or not trades, he allows you to purchase the disguise kit for 22 gold pieces. Word. And he walks over to the four of you and says, all right, well, I just took care of her. Is there anything else I can help y'all with? I'm looking to make a cell. A cell? Okay. Well, what you got? Have you ever seen one of these? And I'm going to pull out my flintlock. Ah, I have. I have. We get rid of them very quickly once we once we purchase them. Really? Well, I'm looking to get rid of this one. Hmm. You know, I don't. I'm not a fan of firearms. Fifty gold pieces. Fifty? Ugh. Do you remember what you paid for it? Yes. What was? Not fifty. More than that? Yes. Okay. I just don't remember. I'm curious. I don't remember exactly, but uh, fifty is laughable. No. This. This has seen some pretty historic battles. Well, I do have to make a profit. As do I. Look, this is from a faraway land. This is a special flintlock. Well, what are you thinking? I was thinking maybe, mm, not maybe double that, because, you know, you're a gentleman. To be honest, I like you. So a hundred gold. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, hold on. (laughs) Well, that was the deal. You're going to back out now? We haven't made a deal yet. You We're, said 100 gold. I agreed. I said I was thinking 100 gold. We uh, haven't shake. We didn't shake. I know we didn't shake, but I'll take it for 100 gold. This, look, I don't, look, I don't mean to make this a sob story, but the reason I want to part with this thing <laughs> is because I was shot with this flintlock and I've carried it with me all this time as a memory. Have you ever been shot by a fruit rock? <laughs> it hurts. All right. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My God. Plus eight, motherfucker. Damn. Uh, that's going to be a 20, uh, 22. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it for what I bought the last one I did for. Which was? 250 gold pieces. <sighs> okay. I can't do any better than that. That's fine. And I'll hand him the flintlock. And he takes out 25 platinum pieces. Thank you. And uh, how much did you say those Iron Thieves tools were? 35 gold pieces. Oh, damn, that's a more than I thought you said the first time. <laughs> well, and I'm going to reach into my newly purchased potion satchel, and I'm going to pull out two vials of alchemist fire. Have you ever seen these before? No, but maybe you can tell me about them? It's called... Uh, Alchemist fire. What's that do? So it and it explodes. I don't know if I have the customers for that one. Uh, anyone who would buy a Fret Rock would buy a Alchemist fire. Yeah, if you'd buy an AK, you'd buy a Molotov, dude. <laughs> hmm. Come on. Sounds risky for me. So I've got two of them, and they need the thieves' tools. So maybe we make a trade. Keth, yeah, don't don't worry about it. It's fine. I'll, I'll take the Iron Thieves' tools for thirty-five gold. For thirty-five gold. Okay, 35 gold. I'll give the man 35 gold. And put my I, those sound in. like things that we can use. Yeah, I was going to say, I was thinking about buying those, but um, obviously I don't have that much money. Yeah, but I'm doing that and kind of giving them, I don't want to like say we could use those in here, but I'm going to kind of look at Kathy and be like, kind of let him know I like that. Yeah. And to not sell it, and I'll just slide the man the 35 gold and then hand Astra the uh, the, the new Thieves tools. I have Thanks, one. Finch. No problem. I have one more question. Okay. And I'll pull out my scimitar. This scimitar. (laughs) (laughs) 
used to be a rapier, but I lost my rapier. I want another rapier. A rapier? Well, that's not really something I specialize in, but I, I have some. But if you really want a good one, we've partnered with Iron Maw. Iron Maw's metal specialties? Oh, the blacksmith. Yes. Of course. I highly suggest going and checking out her goods, but if you're looking for the basic rapier, I do have one. Well, I am looking to get rid of this scimitar. It's served me well, but, you know, it's it's not a rapier. Okay. So, I'll give you... Hmm. And he takes the scimitar just to kind of look at it. it. Seems a little worn around the handle. Have you been using it? Well, it's... It's seen some things. Oh, well. Huh. Hmm. I cast mending. Just while it's in his hand? Mm-hmm. You could have mended some shit in here to, to, to get what you want. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're in a pawn shop. Goods and services. Yeah. Ooh. All right, maybe I'm going to show him what I'm made of, and maybe he'll ask. So you walk up and just kind of put your hand in cast mending on it in front of him? Yep. Okay. How's that? Hmm. That's still... Didn't really fix the worn. What do you mean? Yes, it did. And I'm gonna look at it with him. I mean, it didn't. I'm gonna lie. <laughs> okay, give me, give me a deception check then. Persuasion and deception are my two highest. <laughs> like this is what I was made for. And it'll be with advantage because D did mending. Uh, nineteen. Yeah, I guess, I guess it did fix it a little bit. See, it was just the 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 shimmer. You were just looking at I'll, it. I'll give you fifteen gold for it. I cannot go higher than that. They only sell for 25, and I don't know how long I'll hold on to it. It's a scimitar. I don't know how long I'll hold on to it. This is the weapon of the desert, not here in Shandling. Fine. And I'll reach out my hand and shake it. And he takes, and he gives you 15 gold and takes the scimitar. This dude. I am looking to purchase. Oh, oh. Haven't seen many tieflings around here. What is it that a tiefling could need? I am looking for something. That will make me more sturdy in combat. Armor? If need be, unless you have anything else. Is there something in mind? Just um, some sort of item. Well, I have leather armor. I'm wearing studded leather currently, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, something greater than this, but as you can tell, I am rather old. Hmm. I uh, can't be burdened with a heavy set of armor. I have magic goods. Do tell. Well, first I need to review you. Four of you. Step away. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like squinty eye at him and then I'll kind of start to walk away just because it seems strange to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll kind of like look around at everyone. And as soon as Finch starts walking away, I guess I'll follow. Go browse some more goods. Sure. And there is something I want to bump into along the way and point out to Kath. Also, I'm going to walk away, but I'm like going to keep an eye, like kind of side eye. Okay. Doroth, are you stepping away? Sure. <laughs> Let me hold out your hand. I'll hold my hand out. And he, like, puts your hand in his hand. Like, the back of your hand is in his palm. And he takes his other hand and puts his fingertips in your palm. And then he, he's looking very specifically at your palm and then looks back up at you. Is he casting magic? He's not. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go along with it. I love this <laughs> yep, man. I like it. <laughs> and he looks at you and says, I trust you. I'll nod. Should I trust you? You already do. But should I? I like to think so. Trust me with what? This is like, you cool? Mm, this isn't going to work. No, I do not have any goods to help you be sturdy. Ooh. Are you sure about that? What if I have some goods to trade? 
What kind of goods? I'm going to pull out the teleportation ring. (gasps) (laughs) I had a feeling. I have this ring here I'm looking to part with, possibly. Ooh, what is this? What? Ah, be careful. This item is cursed. Why would I want it? Well, it has a significant historical value. Tell me more. This ring was found in the School of Planar Learning in Saravale. Two things I don't know what are. In, in Mithron. In Mithron? Yes. The land covered in darkness? Formerly covered in darkness. Formerly covered? Explain. Well, there is no darkness there anymore. Since when? How? Oh, I don't know if I can tell you all that. Can I trust you? Got him. Like this. Yes. He crit missed. He's like, <laughs> you cannot trust him. <laughs> if there's anything you know about this man at this point, any bad information you give him, you cannot trust him. Okay. I, you know what? This isn't going to work. And oh, I'll, just, no, I'll wait, take the wait. ring. Yes. I'll take the ring and I'll wait. put it back and I'll go back to my companions. Oh, oh, you're just going to cancel the transaction like this? I can't trust you. I'm sorry. No, he said he couldn't trust you. That's what canceled the transaction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, he, but, and so what are you doing? Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I kind of forgot that he already, like, he got his cool new hammer thing now. But I was thinking it might be fun to stumble upon in, like, maybe his, like, glass counter where he's got some pawn stuff in there. A pair of brass knuckles. Ooh. Since he's such a brawler these okay. days. And I was just, oh, Keth, check check these out. It's, uh, looks like it might really put a hurting on somebody. Ooh. Yeah, it looks like you just you just put it on your hand and punch somebody with it. Pretty <laughs> neat. If I didn't already have this new knife, I, I might consider something like that. A turkadile-shaped grill. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll say there's like a bunch of them, a bunch of brass knuckles that are just like ranging from the basic to just like vibrant colors and jewels on them and things like that. Alligator teeth um, just sticking out. Yeah, sure, there's some alligator teeth ones. And... We'll say that it's treated like a club, so it's 1d4 plus your strength modifier, and then it also includes unarmed damage. Okay. So it's 1d4 plus, because I don't, I don't see brass knuckles or knuckles in general. So it'd be a plus one yeah. as well? Because that's where your unarmed damage is, just one okay. plus strength modifier. Unless so you're yeah, a it's 1d4 plus your strength modifier plus one. Okay. And they're just on you. Hey, help. Come, hey, hey, come over here. <laughs> ah, looking to find something in the glass case? Yeah, these uh, these knuckles down here with the alligator teeth. Yeah. How much are they? Ah, uh, five gold each. We have two of them. I'll take them. <laughs> so your punches will now have 1d4 plus your strength modifier plus one. Nice. I'm kind of looking at him as he tries them on. Very cool. We'll say that they pretty much can just stay on your fingers. But usually there's that thing that kind of holds, that you like hold in place. That's kind of in the way. Maybe it's, maybe it's kind of like a glove or something. Sure. It, we'll say they're glove. Fingerless gloves, basically. Okay, cool. And they got alligator teeth on them, like in the knuckle area. They're fingerless gloves with alligator teeth in the knuckle area. Nice. Cool. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for like showing it. me these, Finch. Yeah, it looks good on you, man. All right. Are we done with rags, you riches? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so y'all exit the store. The only two other ones left is Iron Mall's Metal Specialties and Pedestrian to Equestrian. I want to stop by Iron Mall. All right, so go into Iron Mall's.
So you head over to a blacksmith shop. It's pretty classic looking. And you walk inside to the shop area because no one's outside working the forge right now. And a very large burly woman walks forward. And she says, hi, I'm Maul. Greetings, Maul. And then you hear some like children screaming in the background. She's quiet, quiet there. I want to make a visible grimace. <laughs> Are we in a trailer right now? Yeah, what is, my God. Smith shops are double wide. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Maul. Yeah, what can I do for you, little man? Um, I'm full size. Um, I was looking to purchase a rapier. A rapier? I got a bunch of them. May I see them? Would you like something in the upper range or looking for basic? May I see them? I guess. Thank you. Um, hold on. And she walks to the back, and then she starts coming out with, like, wooden cases that hold rapiers. And she's got, like, eight of them in her hug. <laughs> what the fuck? And she, like, puts them down on the ground, and then she goes back into the back again and brings out, like, eight more. She's like, I, I guess this will do for you right now, huh? Thank you. And you start looking through them. And they are all different types of metal, of different colors. They have gemstones on them. They're very elaborate looking. I'm definitely looking for one with gemstones on it. All right. So we'll say you find one that has like a nice hand guard around it. And it has like just every color of gem on it. So it's like the rainbow, like a rainbow spectrum, basically. (laughs) Just Uh, like your potions. (laughs) She says, Oh, it looks like you're taking to that one. Yes, this is very gorgeous. How much is this one? Uh, that one's going to be. These people, man. <laughs> 1,500 gold pieces. 1,500? Well, yeah, I had to get it magically enhanced. What type of... What? What? Uh, let me see. She pulls a piece of parchment out of the case and says, Oh, well, this one has the spell blur with it. Blur? Yeah, uh, it says here you can cast it once per day, and it may recharge in the week. Ah, uh, that doesn't sound useful. Let's look at something else. Let's go less elaborate than that. <laughs> My God. Uh, so we'll say you find a silvered rapier. Okay. Uh, and it has like opals going down just like one arc around the hand so it doesn't have a full casing around the hand and it is master worked and silvered Ooh, this one looks nice like this time you just kind of pull the paper out instead of ha- her having to read it okay <laughs> nice oh uh, yeah that one's gonna be 500 gold 500 these are expensive oh you said you wanted the nice stuff all of these are the nice stuff i got more nice stuff back there no, don't worry. I wouldn't want you to hurt your back. Um, I was looking for something more in the 200 range. 200. And she walks over to the shelf of weapons and she pulls one down. Says, well, this one's perfectly made. It's 150 gold. Plus one to your attack, not to damage. Hmm. And I'll take it in my hand and just look. It's look very at it. lightweight, which allows for the plus one to attack. Ooh. I like this one. I'll name it Catherine. 150, you said? 150. Do you take platinum? Oh, yes. Of course you do. I'll give her 15. Give her your platinum card. Yeah. <laughs> so you take MasterCard. 
Does anyone else follow into the blacksmith? You all just hanging out outside? I'll go in. Okay. What's you looking for? Uh, yes, I'm looking for something that offers more protection. And I'll kind of show my studded leather. Um, nothing too heavy now. You see, I'm a little old. But something that could provide a little more protection than this. Oh, like a chain shirt? Uh, perhaps. I don't know. Is a chain shirt within your proficiency? I don't know. I think it is. No, no, it's not. You going into medium medium armor for a chain shirt. There's no metal options in the light armor. Instead of leather, the best light armor? Yes. 12 plus dexterity modifier. Okay. Um, do you have any any in this style, but nicer, perhaps? Oh, I don't really do with the leather. All right. Ah, quiet down! I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, uh... The rapier is going to be proficiency plus dex plus one. Proficiency plus dex plus one. Yes. Okay. Dex or strength, whichever. And then the damage will be proficiency. No, just plus dex, right? Or strength, whichever is higher. One d8 plus your dexterity modifier, or whichever is higher. It's a finesse weapon, so you can use dexterity. Nice. All right. Well, is there anything else I can help y'all with? I am pleased. Well, goodbye. I'm going to go deal with these little ones. Are those your children? And she just starts storming off. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) The last one is pedestrian to equestrian before I believe Finch wants to head to the top of the hill. Or do we just want to go to the top of the hill? Should we get horses and then the hill and go? Or is it, are we staying the night? It might actually make more sense to go up the hill and then do horses. Yeah. It is morning. We'll say we'll say it's noon after all the shopping, but yeah. uh, technically you could start traveling the same day and not hang out in Clanport for stay the night at yeah. the inn or whatever. I say yeah, we should get horses right before we leave. Okay, so so uh, well, guys, I need to uh, make my way to the outpost now. If you guys want to join, mm, certainly. Yeah. I always love to meet these characters. I will join. And I'll kind of look up at the hill and be like, I guess we'll uh, start walking this way. All right. So you walk towards the hill and you do find a a gravel path that has like loose stone that's kind of embedded into the dirt. It's a steep hill, so it takes some effort to get up the hill. And as you approach, a murder of black crows circles above the hill. And as you get to the crest, you see a quaint little cottage with a lawn and flower beds well-groomed. A small plume of smoke exits the cobblestone chimney, and a deadwood tree stands close to the cottage. Beneath it, many bird cages are organized neatly with little wooden boxes. But of this murder of crows, many are on the ground and perched on the deadwood. And when you get closer, you see all the pigeons and sparrows in the cages are all dead. And behind the cages, you see a small body laying in the grass, face down. I'm going to start running. Alright, so you run to investigate, and you see this small body of an elderly halfling man lies dead with multiple sword piercings through his abdomen. He rests in a pool of blood.
Fooster. What? She's my Fooster sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you mean Foster? Fooster. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep lighting these lanterns. Okay. And Kurgle starts to walk off. I love the way Keth jumped on Fooster right away. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> A Fooster's bargain. <laughs> All right. Does anyone else have any other downtime downtime activities they want to do? I mean, I, nope. I guess, I, I mean. I just had something, but I forgot what it was. You, I was like, oh, it would be cool if I could do this. Were you going to come find me just to see if there was a spell? I was going to see if I could. you could help me link to Remora. Oh. But he figured but it out I did on, it on my own with I mean, dice roll. maybe I could help you get a stronger connection so that he could actually finish what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, it, it usually turns out when we cut people off. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the rest of the the sentence wasn't important. Oh God, what was his voice? Bernard. <laughs> 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 that note you hit is so good. <laughs>